This is Arvot Radio Podcast. Uh, please tell me, uh, what does music really mean to you? Well, for me, um, how do I put this now? It's the ability to impact someone. That's how I see it, because at one point in my life, it became the only thing I could really connect with. Mm. So um, it's just... I think it has no borders, so it's just the ability to impact someone wherever they are. Um, someone might be going through a process, be it a happy mood or a sad mood. So I see music as that thing someone can connect with every time. That's how I view music. So um, you all you do is happy music, eh? Not all of the time. I I do put a twist to my song sometimes. It could be a bit melancholic. Could be for it could be songs about love, songs about happiness, songs about sad moments. Depends what I'm trying to send across to an audience. Okay, um, but when you say you you want music that connects people, and you identify different genre of music that you want yeah. to do, but the ones that make them sad and happy, uh, which do you prefer the most? Is it happy people, or you want just want to reach out to everyone who's going through stuff? I would like to reach out to everyone who's going through stuff. Um, my writing, more or less, um, it's not really hippie in a sense. So you could be someone who maybe you're reading something indoors. I like to create sounds you can listen to. You could be someone who's at work. I do the same thing. You could be someone who's working out. I try to do the same thing. So I try to connect with everyone I can, which is why I take time to do my research work and find out um, different styles of music and how people connect with it. So, okay. So, who's your uh, favorite artist? Oh, I I can't stop screaming this one out. <laughs> <laughs> I listen a lot to Leanne Le Havis. Um, I I try to make reference to um someone who you just had on your um show, um MCP. He said something about the toilet. Mm. Yeah. So I. I think it was um, about four or five years ago, I was in the toilet in the morning. I had this small phone at the time. I would go online to get songs. I had a ritual of downloading songs every morning. So I, um, what I did that particular day, I went to one web- website and I tried to find new artists to listen to. And I saw this lady with the guitar. So I was intrigued, like, okay, let me listen to this. At the time, I was learning to play the guitar. That was like the beginner stage for me. And I got her song immediately I listened to it you know there's just this moment you hear someone people call it love at first sight it happens (laughs) to almost everyone okay so I listened to Leon Le Havas and immediately I just I was like okay I need to find out who this person is I I got more of her videos I got more of her songs and I think I'm in love musically (laughs) so I listen to loads of music by Leon Le Havas I, I would like to meet her one day so before you listen to her music, have you already started playing or you started playing after you listen to her music? No, not really. What happens to me is... Hold on, can you place your question again? Uh, before you listen to her music, yeah. were you already playing or you started playing after you listen no, to no, her No, 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 I was already playing. I was already playing. Um, that's why I got drawn into her because, you know, you have the guitar and you see someone holding the guitar like, okay, let me hear this person and see what they have to offer. So... I listen to her and I'm like, okay. But I, I'm intrigued by her guitar playing skills. It's out of the ordinary. Not for, like, it's not anything I've heard so far. So it's, 
how it is for me. Okay, so that works for you. Yeah, it does work. Okay. Um, with your podcast coming up now, uh, what are we really expect then? Yeah, because there's a whole lot going on in the podcasting industry with the visual audio. Okay. Everybody wants to pass a message, which is quite important because uh, we don't consume audio that much. You probably say the same thing for music. It has to be good. Okay. It has to be good to be consumed. So what are we really expecting? Is it going to be all about music or there's some other things you want to add to it? Well, um, it's generally going to be about music, but music cuts across so many um, spectrum actually so you can um delve into writing into composing into producing uh, into performance and more or less i am intrigued by performance and writing i've not really gone into producing that much so what you get to listen to on my podcast is definitely you're going to hear live music i'm going to perform in live on every show as much as i can mm. and also take you through the writing process I get to share a lot about my journey. Um, it's just something you would not have the time to do. I'm just going to do the research. I keep saying it because music takes loads of research. It takes dedication to get to where you want to be. So I'm going to take out the time and do the research work and get the information across to you. You know, introduce you to new singers. While the twist is you just don't get to hear their songs. Mm. You get to hear their songs from me. Okay. So I get to play the songs live for you to listen to. And hopefully you like what it is you hear. I like when you said it has to be good. So don't really bother yourself if it's going to be below per because I'm going to work <laughs> on my stuff. I'm going to work on my stuff to make sure it's up there. But it, my podcast is just going to be about live recording, um, live music rather. I get to play the guitar and sing. And I get to do um, introduce you to new artists and I get to take you through the writing process. I could take um, a song, for instance, and tell you what the lyrics are, mm. you know, help you see aspects to songwriting. I don't think you would originally pay attention to like over here in Africa. We are more or less moved by how hippie the song sounds. That's what Afrobeat is known for. But um, if you pay keen attention to some of the songs you hear, you would see how um, important songwriting is. Um, I think four years ago, I was um, training somewhere with someone. So I walked into the studio at the time and there was a book on the shelf, um, 500 um, nuggets for top 10 song, um, radio hits, 500 nuggets for radio hits. So I opened a few pages and I saw um, how songs were structured, what they were looking out for in songwriters and okay. how they hoped to get the market listening to those songs. So. Those are things I've spent my time working on and I get to share them with you, share them with the audience anyway. So that's what I hope to do on my podcast. Okay, now that's quite a lot. And so we're going to pause and build our expectations on what you said. Okay. No, you've said a lot, so I'll probably not say <laughs> for all the things you've said. But, <laughs> but it's quite, uh, you know, it's something quite unique. Uh, not every time you listen to live music, uh, I figured that you play the guitar so well. So okay. not every time we get to listen to the guitar live via podcast. So um, that 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 calls for a lot of expectations. Okay, I'm sure that you're not under any pressure, are you? Well, like I say, I, I don't think I am. Are you um, sure? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I if I say I am under pressure, I don't know what the audience is going to start thinking. Like, I don't think. It's well, well, it doesn't matter. Everyone have a right to be stay under pressure, especially if it's something you're just about to begin and you're not used to it. 
okay, truthfully, I'm not used to um, being on a podcast, but I, I enjoy the growth process of anyone. So what you get to see is um, like on my social media page, what I try to tell my um, friends on any social media platform you find me is um, instead of you to just wait for me to be a success in the next four years or five years and possibly be like, oh, I know that guy. I'm just going to walk you through the process and tell you what it feels like. Um, the kind of um, things I do on a daily basis when it has to do with my songwriting, mm. um, my guitar playing, how much time I spend on it and try to get better. So let me be your friend along this journey. Um, i like you to take my hand visually mm. and um, walk along the process with me. And a moment where you feel like I didn't get to do better. That's why it's called a podcast. You get to talk to me and tell me, oh, Ndiki, I felt you would have done this. I felt you would have done this. Um, and feel free to suggest um, singers you like. And I could listen to them. And if there's any song on their album you feel you want to listen to, you want me to maybe sing live on air for you to listen to, why not? That's why I'm here. So... <laughs> Okay, fam. Now you've heard him. Okay, he sounds like uh, his this podcast is going to be everybody's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's get right into the second phase. But for the first one, we all know what this is going to be about. You want it to be music? Yeah, we've got it. Music. Yeah. Uh, we're about to ask you when you picked up your first guitar. But before we ask you that, uh, y'all should stage it, guys. Okay, let's go right into it. When did you get your first guitar? Oh, when did I get? I can't remember. So I think it was about seven years ago. Was it seven years ago? Yeah, it was seven years ago. Um, I, I've i always been seeing the guitar while I was in the village. Mm. Um, interestingly, from my, my tribe, we have loads of people playing the guitar from my tribe. So at one point, there was uh, my neighbors, they could build a guitar out of anything around. Mm. So... I was always intrigued that they'll pick up um, something, then build, build a guitar out of it, take strings off a um, bicycle, then, you know, make their own guitar there. But when I came to the city of Port Harcourt, it was at my local church that when I felt the need to, you know, pick up a guitar and I picked up one. It wasn't really a professional guitar. It had this horrible sound, but, you know, I stayed on um, that particular instrument until I got the second one. I think in my lifetime, I've gotten about seven guitars. It's always been like, the process is funny. Every two years, I get a new guitar. Okay. I noticed, <laughs> I was shocked that it happens. Every two years, someone hands me a new guitar. So I think it was about, I was... 21 at the time I got my first guitar. I know some people say that's quite late. Some people start by age 10. But I feel if you have passion for a thing, you would stick around long enough. I'm 28 now, so I think I've done my years. Oh, that works. <laughs> that's quite a lot of story, <laughs> getting your first guitar. And it seems uh, some people already believe in your music to be gifting you guitars every year. Yeah, they do. Um... I don't know why it happens again. I don't know why. It happens. I don't even know why you didn't show up with your guitar because you, you would have. It would have been nice if you had played something for us, but we'll probably expect that during the next. Yes, episode. the next episode you get to hear me sing. Um, I, people tell me how much of my music they enjoy and how I've heard some, some of my friends tell me, "Get it out there, get it out." People need to listen to your songs. You know, you don't want to mistake in friends telling you you have it 
for having it. Some people have gone on air and you realize they didn't have it because their friends told them you have it. So I, I you know I stayed back a bit and just going through myself and asking myself, okay, am I sure I really want to do this? Because I have to dedicate my life to it. So um, I've been told you have it. I've been told like lots of time people have been telling me you have something unique you need to share it with the world so I guess that's what you know getting the guitar from people I feel it has been I've been getting free free studio sessions to do recordings I've been um, getting guitars from people I've been getting costumes from people to perform on stage so I think it would take uh, maybe someone who's not really aware of themselves to realize that, okay, I don't think I want to do this. I think this is something I need to do. So that's how music is for me. Okay. Now, this is something the kid needs to do. And uh, we have to drive this for the rest. Yes, we do. All to. right. So let's get your views right now on... Let's take a step away from music a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, I know that everything connects. But then your view is quite important at this time. Because if you believe in music, uh, you also believe in the process. Yes. Right? Um if you were to tell the world the best genre to pick for every situation, mm-hmm. right? Both happy, sad mood, and the moments where you're trying to decide where you belong, uh, what genre would you pick for them? Tricky one. It's a very tricky <laughs> one. <laughs> you know, we are, we are somehow indulged in pop culture, so if anything is not fast-paced, people don't want to pay attention to it, but... If I were to tell you to listen to a genre of music, I would tell you to listen to folk music because folk music has elements of storytelling and it's how um, it's how a generation gets to pass message across every tribe in the world, regardless of where they are from, has elements of folk music in them. So um, from your local tribe here in Africa to somewhere around Europe, um, one one place I tend to study a lot is the UK. I'm not intrigued by their architectural designs or anything. I like their literature. So I pay attention to their books. I remember I picked up a book one time at um, a local bookstore here, James Joyce. Um, he was an amazing um, writer. It's from Ireland. So he wrote a story about Dublin. The um, title of the book is Dubliners. So I was intrigued at his storytelling um, I don't know if you list, if you know if my listeners will know people like um, Bob Dylan. He's an amazing folk um, songwriter. Folk music has, like I said, it has a good element of storytelling, and I feel storytelling is how you can connect with people. So, if regardless of what it is you're going through, I know you, you might feel like you want to dance. That's the good thing about having the remix of a song, but the lyrics matter. Um, so if you get um, folk music, I think you should pay attention to folk music. That's what I would tell anyone. But if you want to listen to something that's very expressive, um, blues works for it. Um, you want to listen to blues. But if you really want to listen to the words of a song, then I think you should listen to folk music. Okay. If you want to listen to the word, the, what did you say? The words of a song. The words of a song. Yeah. Well, that's coming from the mouth of a musician. <laughs> It's not my field. I can't cope. <laughs> no, you're not talking about hip hop or R&B. I can't no, cope. No, no, no. Maybe with you, we're going to try folk music. <laughs> oh, wait, definitely, we get to try folk music. Um, 
I don't know if it's fine to mention names of artists here. Yeah, sure. So, you know, um, Christine Esianibukwe, a Nigerian singer, mm. um, late uh, Mrs. Christine Esianibukwe, she she has elements of those um, um, in her songs. You have people like um, Onye Kanwenu. Um, they have elements of this in their songs. Then you come to the modern times. You listen to... I know everyone knows who Ed Sheeran is. Mm. So Ed Sheeran has the same thing. You listen to um, Adele. No, I, w- I won't say they are folk um, folk singers or they do this kind of music, but I'm saying it's um, an element you adopt in folk music where you try as much as possible to tell um, to tell a story in a song or through a song. So... It's something I've seen lots of times and I hope, you know, to put it in my own song. And I do put it in my own songs. So I think that's how it works for me. Okay, fam, that's how it works for him. And I hope it works for us the same way. Okay. Um, what what would you say about uh, upcoming artists? Um, you know, there are words to use for upcoming artists. And um, because it's not so safe for everyone to use those words um you know it's just like saying uh, calling people by the names they called the black man during the past days yeah and then a young folk who's starting to play music or who's starting to do music wouldn't want to be um, regarded as an upcoming artist because it's like a name uh not good enough for their growth so you just want the name artist. You can leave the upcoming for yeah. the rest of the other people who don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so um, with the way the industry is structured, how do you think people would survive? Um, well, for, uh, like, let's, let's not use the word upcoming artist anyway, because you are what you are, regardless of whether people know it or not. Yeah. You have to stand for your uniqueness you know i i discovered this a long time long time ago that's why i got to stick to i'm in nigeria you know it's not really a thing to do the kind of music i'm doing you have to look at the market you have to look at i know you've got things you need to take care of the bills you need to pay and you know anything that comes across that um, spectrum of life so as an artist someone said something to me interestingly today Mm. I had a visitor at my house, um, a friend of mine from way back. He has been, um, I think, paying attention to my journey on social media. And he reached out to me and told me, okay, he's coming over to Port Harcourt. He'd like to, you know, sit down with me and talk. He said, the world is filled with billions of people. You will always have an audience. Not, not, not everyone can listen to one person. You just need to connect to who connects with you. So for those of us who are artists in our own right, I won't use the word upcoming. I feel the word upcoming qualifies you hitting a new audience. It doesn't mean that's the first time you're becoming a singer. I can't tell you I am a singer because you just discovered me today. I've been doing it since. Um, For those of us who have things, just know why you are doing it. Know what you're trying to get across. Like my podcast is trying to do, um, walk you through a process just realize, okay, I want to get my message across to certain individuals and keep at it. In as much as you might be doing a nine-to-five job or you might be doing something somewhere, you know, you have a hustle you're, you're like, facing every day. I feel um, create a time where you spend on your art. 
because eventually when you get discovered that's the thing people will know you for they will know you for how unique your voice sounds um how you play the guitar how you play the keyboard how you play the piano any of the instruments you've picked up to play so for those of us who are artists stick to your process not everyone is going to experience the same thing like some people get discovered on, on social media very fast some people can be on social media for like five years and nobody knows who they are so stick to your process you're an artist in your own right you are not upcoming in, in anyone's eyes. You are an artist. Like, it's the full thing. You are not new. It's just you. You're an artist. You owe yourself that responsibility. So you're an artist. I think just stick to what it is you do. Okay. It's about sticking to what you do yeah. and um, ensuring that you do it well. Because the question comes up all the time. Um, what is it we have to do? And uh, just like you said, which I quite admire there's an audience for everyone there's a different package for everybody yeah. and i think that the reason why a lot of people struggle now is because they're trying to fit into the box where everyone's trying to fit into at the same yeah. time and so you're trying to share an audience of people who like to listen to jazz and then what you play you probably fit into the role of uh, R&B and you're yeah. trying to drag yourself into a box where people yeah. play jazz and you're trying to explore an audience where people enjoy hip-hop and I think that's the problem that's yeah. the general problem and hence we are not going to focus on using the, the word upcoming artist yeah. because everyone is an artist it just depends on what you're doing how you're doing it and how well you can do it and how fast you can grow mm. Uh, I felt that the word upcoming was used to control their ego until okay. I realized that that's not really the thing. Some people find it very offensive, but I think, think it's safer not to use the word upcoming. At the same time, tell the artist to watch their ego <laughs> because mm -hmm. that already comes up. As soon as you hit a uh, hundred people listening to you, you're everywhere. Some of them go to get big chains and <laughs> forget that you play jazz and not hip hop. <laughs> Anyway, um, we're expecting, okay? Okay. Um, being here is amazing. And being able to share a podcast, that's quite unique. It's um, quite unique. I don't know what other word to use. I have to go back to it. You know, they say the best way to uh, confuse the algorithm is to go and replay. <laughs> so having using the words uh, repeatedly over again means that... Um, I'm not fitted into the best word to use to describe something amazing other than using the word amazing. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, so let, let's halt it here until we get to listen to you play the guitar. How about okay. that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, fam, stay tuned. This is The Radio Apprentice. I'm here with Induke, and you are listening to our Radio Live podcast. Uh, stay tuned until the next episode where he's going to play the live guitar. I'm going to be the one pursuing this particular goal until we enjoy that particular episode okay uh, until then stay tuned are you an aspiring podcaster or you want to start a vodcast sign up with our vault membership is free although terms and conditions apply to learn more about joining our vault visit our official website www.ourvault.com